0: Hello, everyone. My name is Peter Dré, and I welcome you to this episode of the Tax Bytes podcast series. Today, um, I want to talk about, um, yeah, I've been instructed to say tax challenges of ERP transformations, but I prefer tax opportunities in ERP transformations. And for that, um, I have the right experts with me here today. First of all, um, I have with me uh, Mark Hussos, uh, who is our global tax ERP leader in PwC next to that we have uh, Aisha Nianzu um who is a tax technology expert as well as Lucas Desmares, uh equally a tax technology expert currently still in Belgium but i heard Lucas you will be uh spending some time in the US as well on this topic um i think it's the, the, the right up moment uh, to talk about this uh, with you today uh because the audience uh, will be interested to 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 learn what the tax opportunities are. Uh, Now that companies, as I understand, need to migrate eh, to new ERP systems in the next years, there are obviously great opportunities uh, for the audience eh, to make sure that the tax opportunities are taken into account as well. And uh, to have that discussion, let's jump into uh, the topic of today, Mark and i'm interested to hear from you in 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 your role as our new global uh, tax ERP leader Uh, what do you see are the major trends uh, within the global tax and ERP landscape
1: thank you peter uh welcome everybody yeah my name is mark i'm i'm currently a lot involved in ERP transformations like peter was saying as you may know all clients need to migrate in the coming three to four years to a new ERP system, whether it be SAP, Oracle, Microsoft, what you all have out there. So what we typically say and see in these discussions with, uh, with clients is, why don't you take this opportunity of this heavy investment as a firm to move to a new ERP system that will stay alive for the coming 10, 15 years? to really become tax transformational. I always use the example in in, in orals or or pitches with CFOs and CIOs in in the past and and currently, um, country by country reporting for transfer pricing is only existing the last uh, five, six years, while your old ERP system is already in place 15, 20 years back in time. So at that moment, when you installed your new ERP system, you were not able to deal with the country by country reporting that you need to do on your intercompany transactions. Nowadays, you know that this is in place. Uh, tax authorities are changing, or imposing more regulations on the heads of tax directors um, and companies. So therefore, why don't you take inventory or stock of all tax obligations that you need to deal with and think transformationally. So move away maybe from excellence and move more to analysts, people that the system is really delivering you the data and the processes that you need to deal with as a good taxpayer. Now, what are the three drivers? If they ask me very shortly to explain what the three drivers are in that respect. I always come up with three things, um, and we will come back on it uh, later. But the headlines of the news are you need to submit more data to tax authorities. Many of you have heard about SAFTI, Standard Ordered File for Tax, but I also refer to country-by-country reporting, which is also something new. So if you need to report more data to tax authorities, you better make sure it is right what you report to the tax authorities so make sure your data at source in the core erp is better in order secondly what we also see in the data field is there is more request for real-time reporting you know that closing the vat gaps for example in the world there have been many studies around that many tax authorities impose a kind of real-time reporting or e-invoicing mandate. Typically, what we see in these opportunities, if you look today, a global company in 30% of the countries that they operate in, they're impacted by a real-time reporting obligation. Yeah? If you look two years from now, and based on what is all announced and if it all comes true you will end up in 50% of the countries that you need to deal with real-time reporting. So I think this is something new from the last years, that you need to deal more data to the tax authorities and in a certain format that you need to deal with it. So you need to have your data better in order and a good ERP connection with the tax authorities software. Second large point that we see Peter, and you know that maybe better than me is uh, the minimum amount of tax of the so-called pillar two taxation. We have, I think, also a podcast on that one if people want to go further on that one. And I think it has recently been announced in Congress in the US that the minimum percent of taxation will be 15%. How do you measure that? Huh? Are you able to to get the data in order to do the calculations? And we see that also this is a new legislative change going on, you need to calculate that, follow it up and monitor that. Make also sure that you get better data quality out of your ERP system having forward. And the third point, which is the big thing, and it's even larger than this topic of today, I think is ESG. Yeah? While in the past, everybody was talking about effective tax rate, I think more companies talk now about the fair amount of taxes that they need to pay and I think we have a series of webcasts coming still around this topic and we have some good articles around it but I think this is the buzzwords that shareholders also want to know does that company do you as a company have paid the right amount of taxes to the tax authorities I think that's something that you need to to know but if you are not knowing it you should be able to have some analytics around it to make sure how much taxes that you pay in the respective countries that you do operate. So this, Peter, uh, back to you. These are the the main three topics that I want to headline a bit as introduction. Yeah, Yeah.
0: thanks, Mark. I think uh, it's very clear. eh? These changes in the tax landscape eh, require a a lot of reporting, a lot of information. Um, I'm interested to understand from you, Mark, how you see that... Uh, ERP can can help in terms of tax reporting, real-time reporting? Uh, how, how can ERP be a changing element in this discussion?
2: If well, that's I okay, think, Peter, uh, yeah, I would take... It. It. Uh, so yeah, uh, Peter, on that one, it, it has really an impact and it has a, a big impact, of course, as there are so many obligations and different ways to comply with them through different tax technology solutions. The first thing that we would advise to clients um, that they need to do is assessing as a business and as a tax team, your current footprint of obligations and defining the technology needs to match that. Are there any solutions you would need in addition and which solutions would be the best fit to be compliant in the future? Um, And this leads to further defining of a company's IT tax strategy, which deals with monitoring the tax obligations, the system maintenance, the compliance solutions they will use and the support of that and in the end having the right technology in place for your needs will help the team to free up time spent on their compliance activities which they can then spend more on strategic activities specifically with regard to the many upcoming e-invoicing mandates uh, like you were uh, talking about before uh, we have created also a tool uh, which is called electronic Compliance Radar, ECR, and that tool helps businesses to keep track of existing and future e-invoicing and e-reporting obligations. So it can give users a visual and a clear representation of the impact it has in different countries, which is of course uh, very valuable. We also see it's not only the tax landscape overall that is changing, it's also the ERP systems itself uh, that are changing. Um, as nowadays companies need to move to a new ERP system like Mark referred to, either because they are getting pushed uh, by a certain date or or because there is no support anymore in their current ERP system in general, um, as it's getting outdated uh, to deal with the latest compliance obligations. And so in the coming years, tax directors will be faced with this strategic investment and decisions that they make uh, in terms of tax technology, um, what will they use uh, as a tax technology solution in the next 10 to 15 years and the move to a new erp system generally opens the option to consider maybe centralizing um, in one erp but at the same time it could also open options of outsourcing or using a shared service center to do exactly the same uh, as with your erp and we see overall that in those uh, shared service centers um, companies can save money in doing that, and it can help to increase, again, the efficient use of their resources. Um, as the tax function and processes become more centralized, companies must certainly rethink also how they build their teams and arrange their compliance processes further.
0: Yeah, thanks, Lucas. And and OK, I, I see what you're saying. Eh? So the choices you make in the IT uh, will help you ultimately in, in ERP. Now, to make this a bit more tangible uh, for the audience, can you give some examples of how the choices in IT will, will help you reduce cost or, or increase compliance?
2: Uh, yes, certainly. Uh, so the main challenge here in this story is that there are not many e-invoicing and reporting solutions that can deal with all these countries and obligations that you have. So it's difficult to choose the right option, what will be your primary solution, uh, primary solution, and potentially you may also need to choose secondary solutions with that. Um, And as an example, um, it is practically impossible to find a solution for compliance reporting in specific countries like Brazil, Um, and to find a solution there that fits all your tax needs is very challenging. Uh, So you may need to develop something additional to deal and linking in with certain municipalities even, so on the municipality level in Brazil, or have a separate solution to deal with more special type of taxes that they have there, um, which need to be filed on a regular basis as well. And next to that we also see, in the landscape of changing obligations, um, the need coming up to interface and link with many more ERP and government systems at the same time. And that means that apart from the multiple, multiple connections that need to be set up to government portals, and there are some examples here, like making tax digital in the UK, where you need to have a digital link uh, from your data up until the point of reporting your return. SAFTI, like Mark explained before, real-time reporting obligations, like uh, the Spanish SII obligation. And these type of obligations require specific certifications, authentications, which also requires sometimes local people uh, to be there with local passports to obtain these certificates. And so a local application may need to be filed or a local software may need to be used um, to deal with these obligations locally. However, what we see is that in the ERP system, uh, this interfacing to the government is more easily enabled. So you can linking with government portals And you make it possible to directly send and receive invoices to directly submit reports uh, to a government portal just by click of a button. And as such, there's a possibility again for the accountant to work across multiple countries and manage varying legal requirements from one place. And we expect that this machine to machine submission may eliminate that need for local passports, local people um, to do a submission in the country itself. Um, so yeah, that's really a big development, I think, in the, this landscape.
0: Okay, uh, thanks, Lucas, and, and uh, Aisha. Perhaps if I can turn to you, uh, you you are an expert in in technology and in data. Uh, can you can you share a bit your view on on well, data is obviously important, I guess, and for all of this.
3: Uh, of course, Peter, I would say that the first challenge with many or most of the businesses is the collection and the reconciliation of the data. You want to ensure that your data is complete and accurate. But one of the main difficulties is that these data are held in a multitude of systems. So it makes it very difficult to retrieve them and fulfill all these complicated reporting obligations. This results most of the time in offline consolidations of these extracted data causing unnecessary manual work, and a high risk of errors. I feel it is also, co- also equally important to get the data from these sources right from the start in a structured format. Unfortunately, you know, as we all know, um, because the organization are not focusing on getting the data right the first time, they tend to utilize uh, the tax resources to do the offline manipulations and we know that these manipulations can be different from one country to the to the other
0: okay um i, I see that aisha now uh, with the tax requirements basically changing all the time uh, how can clients make sure that they have all the data attributes that they need uh
3: that's a that's a great question and again we 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 know that the data are more are more and more complicated. And to be fair, I don't think the issue is so much in terms of changing the tax data. It, it is more a matter of using the right processes to retrieve this data. It is important to understand the type of data that are required and also for which tax legal reporting obligation whether we're talking about uh, the indirect taxes, we, for instance, as uh, Lucas mentioned, for instance, the invoicing requirements or the product type review uh, for the tax determination or all the different transfer pricing calculations, even the start to gap to tax reconciliation, et cetera. I would also recommend that the businesses spend the right amount of time understanding and reviewing the different systems and interfaces to identify all the data sources at front. Finally, and we can't stress this enough, the focus needs to be on having the right processes and tools. Especially now, Mark talked about it earlier, we have so many new complex global tax regulations, pillar 2, all the new digital reporting requirements etc. And speaking of pillar 2, I think it's a great example uh, because it will require hundreds of data points such as the consolidated financial data, the local account balances by entity, all the transactional level details for intercompany activities, uh, sensitive information related to the payroll, uh, everything related to the tax provision data, tax returns. So we already feel that we're talking about the tremendous amount of data. Uh, I would say another way to improve the data collection process is to use the opportunity uh, with the uh, the business transformation, as we again mentioned earlier on. Moving to these new ERP instances provide more possibilities of harmonized data and better data quality control. In a way, these new ERP instances can be used as a single source of truth. But again, as usual, the same questions and concerns obviously will remain and will need to be addressed. Making sure we, uh, we have the right data for the legal obligations, making sure we set up the tax determination processes the right way, and at the end of the day, making sure we do simple things like uh, properly populate the invoice templates. I hope I answered your question, Peter.
0: Yeah, I hope as well. But I can imagine that the audience still has a lot of questions. Unfortunately, we are at the end of the, the short time that we have for this podcast. I'm sure if there are further questions in the audience, I'm, I'm sure they everyone knows how to reach out uh, with these questions. Uh, but for now, I would to like to thank you, uh, Aisha, Mark, and, and Lucas, for, for sharing these these insights with me. Uh, to end the podcast, um, I have a, a final question for you. Yeah. Um, if you would have like like one recommendation key message for for the audience to take away from this podcast, what would that be? uh Mark, would you go first just a, a key message that you see for the audience
1: I've written down here, Peter, tax is not living on an island, so you have a lot of tax obligations that you need to deal with, but this is the sequence of other processes like procure to pay order to cash, cost controlling and so on. So tax people have a large task, but they need to find allies in their organization that understand why the data is so important for tax compliance. That is my takeaway.
3: Thanks Mark. Aisha, what do you say? again and i know i said it uh, a couple of times but i think it's really important uh, to think in terms of processes and not necessarily directly in terms of implementing complicated systems it is very important to think in terms of processes in terms of how what would be the best way to retrieve the data so i guess that's the first point and then the second uh, point is maybe thinking less in terms of silos in terms of different tax functions because at the end of the day the data will feed all the different tax needs so very important to have the right processes and to think in terms of one common uh, way to gather the data
0: okay thank you very much for that one as well and finally lucas a final word from you
2: yes peter for me it would be coming back on, on what i explained before and companies need uh, to define their global tax it strategy and they need to know um, what solutions they are going to use at this moment and in the future to deal with all these um, existing tax obligations and upcoming tax obligations as we see really that it's a, a challenging landscape out there
0: okay Thank you, Lukas, and thank you all for for sharing that. With that, I would like to uh, conclude this podcast. I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned because our next podcast will, will be about uh, legal certainty in taxes eh? and and some key takeaways that we have from the start of this uh, this new uh, uh, school year, as we call it in Belgium. And uh, we will also have we will continue our podcast on ESG. So I would say stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.